beginning we say, don't flush the toilet. So yes, after uh, a 12 mile, hour and a half drive, here we are with, no? Gelrock? Yeah. Was it an hour and a half there? I think it was about an hour and a half, man. Yeah. I think it was like a, where, Cause, cause, what area was that? Well, we were over there in Venice and he was in Whittier. And originally when I looked at the map, it said 30 minutes. Oh yeah, but the but it freeway, took us by street. Yes, it took us streets because we left. It was probably one side of the city to the other. Yeah, like four something, and I guess it was that traffic hour where it was like the bumper to bumper. So L.A. man, man, it was it was it was rough, man, for me. Yeah, <laughs> but we got there. We made it. We made it to Gelrock's uh, studio at his house, mm-hmm. which is was really cool. We got to sit there. He has a converted garage, made it into a studio. Nice, really nice, beautiful home. And it was cool because this was the first time we got to meet uh, Gail. And, um, man, extremely impressed by dude. You definitely. Know I mean? definitely. Like, I, I definitely know that he's been a staple voice in the hip-hop community, especially in the L.A. underground for a long time. He His resume speaks for itself. Right. He's definitely a worker. We talk a lot about that. If you, if you even listen to how he speaks, he's very much... Um, a very matter of fact type of dude. Mm-hmm. Like something needs to get done, you do it, and uh, you go you go through whatever you have to go through to get that thing and done. Yeah, you got to go all in and get it done for yeah. sure. Yeah, and and it speaks to his credit because he's making brand new music right now. He, you know, he's making music that's very relevant to the times through mm-hmm. sound and topic. It's definitely music designed to disrupt people. You know what I mean? Because he talks about big topics. He right. talks about uh, a lot of things. He's never shied away from hiding messages and maybe even throwing messages right in your face in all his music. So we got to meet him for the first time. Again, extremely impressed by the, the dude's intellect and uh, his way to like really put into words like his passion for mm-hmm. what he talks about. You know what right. I mean? Like you hear him talking about it and it's all with again like very matter of fact. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I do this. This is what I'm meant to do. You know, he's following his path. And it was really cool. Um he wore sunglasses. I'd like to point that out. Uh, wow, I was gonna point I was gonna say something, but I'm like, should I ask there's that? only a few people that can get away. Yeah. With wearing sunglasses inside, inside Gal Rock is one of those. Dudes. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't. I, I was. I get confused sometimes about that. Is it almost like that they have? I because I don't like think they he's don't want to make eye contact. Or I know he's not shy, but what you is know it though? About get, that? Like his glasses have been like a part of like his um, like on stage persona for a long time. Oh, okay. You know, so maybe he just got that was his way of getting in the mode. But again, oh, like we talked to you guys sense. last week about. The stuff that's going on in the room, this is why we love going to the spaces that these artists dwell in because we get to see them in their own element. And it was definitely almost like he was putting his helmet on, like mm-hmm. putting it's game time. Oh, yeah. Ready right for a video. Yeah. Game yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, and and he was super open. First time he'd ever been on the show. And we want to continue to support them uh, and uh, him and his whole team and everybody that's working with him. We want to support them. Make sure that 
we don't forget that there are veteran artists out here still reinventing themselves, still right. putting out brand new music. Mm-hmm. And Gelrock is one of those dudes. I think we're going to be hearing music from him for many years to come. Yeah, definitely when you were saying as far as him being, you know, focused and doing his stuff and being on point. I mean, just listen to him. That's with everything when he talks about family and all yeah. that kind of stuff. It's, it's just across the board. I mean, so. dude is definitely a very family-minded person, mm-hmm. you know, so it, you can... I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned from Gail Rock. So make sure you guys pay attention to my dude. He is a certified, yes. certified OG in this game, and he's been putting work for a long time. Shout out to Gail Rock. We'll see him again on a, a future episode of Crappy Awesome for sure. Check out this conversation, enjoy, and we'll talk to you after. It's plain to see I am, I am, I'll be original Gil Rock Battle Boy, Southern Cali, Warzone, LA County, head hunting like a bounty project, load serving proudly. We're staples in the game, landmarks that remain. All city, all terrain, holding tough. No pity, feel the pain from the touch. You're the toy getting buff. We're still killing shit for sport. On a mission to abort, parachute on my back, writing raps on a plane with a view from above. On my way to the show, touching down on the track, your face to acclaim. Supplies in my bag for my tag on the train overspray on my kicks and it ends with my click golden west so fresh or a union pacific wild style generation and it's proven scientific a derailed train of thought drinking ales in the spot with the tails on a rail box i'm a mass man mc forecasting what's to be and foretelling what is told italicized and bold lock shit down like it's written on a scroll social suckers know your role and take what you can get not get what you can take while you're biting on the bait we crush to create steady occupy Playing space, shape shifting to devoid and leaving shit destroyed. Be boys on the floor, be girls on their back. Hip hop against the world, hip hop against the world. Be boys on the floor, be girls on their back. Hip hop against the world, hip hop against the world. Yes, yes. What's up? Peace to Crappy Awesome. I'm Gel Rock, uh, E Times Two Crew, Mass Men, also the Cloaks. Yeah, Exalt the Anti. Um, life seen differently. You know, so I got a, a few. You got a few, man. A and few I, crews. I kind of want to get into like I, all of all I, of I, it. I want to get into yeah. the history. Okay, for sure, man. Because it's your first time on the show, so I want people to like kind of get like the like a real idea of what what you've been through like as an independent artist and like starting out early so like where where was your start like when you first decided like yo I th- i'm gonna be a rapper hmm. like, um i started i started um doing doing graffiti like you know when i was really in my high school early even a little before high school you know what i'm saying that was like the yo mtv rap era you know yeah. so like you know hip-hop molded me i had family that was musicians but like on some rock and and, and different stuff over here and but my parents were like kind of gangster or like you know and my dad was my mom was kind of like that whole soul train era yeah like, you yeah, know what yeah. i'm saying like she was on that scene um but my but my family 
was pretty diverse in, the, in their musical background with like rock bands and raised on classic rock. Then it went into the, the, the you know, that Yo! MTV rap era. So, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? All the East Coast hip hop. Um, and that's who was, what, the, who was artistic in the house? Um, <clears throat> you know, I don't, I don't, I'd say my mom was. My dad just kind of, he was kind of gangster the whole time. You know what I mean, about the most creative I've ever heard of my dad was like, you know, being a dope dancer and shit on some, like, I don't know, you know. Yeah. I, I didn't really grow up with him too much in my life early on. Yeah, yeah. So I heard a lot of stories and whatnot, but my mom was a good artist, but she never really okay. did anything with it. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, right, Heavy into records. So, you know, music has always been the backdrop. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, you know, hip-hop was a big part of my life. Well, music was, and then, you know, transitioned to hip-hop as a young teenager and whatnot. So, you know, I had the, all the old-school raps. I was into rapping back then, but it was nothing serious. It was never like, yo, I'm going to record. I never conceived in any of that. In fact, I remember when I first actually tried to record myself when I was, like, writing my, you know, first name, last initial type rap. Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. No, my name's Chris B, you know, I'm on, you know all that yeah. type of shit. I remember recording myself and playing it back and be like, man, I got like the worst voice. I was like, really <laughs> just like, there, this, there's no future in this for me because I, yeah. I couldn't stand my voice that much. I was like oh, wow. that anti about it. And then um, then I went into high school and I started doing graffiti and uh, that was like all my people and kind of found like, you know, that was just a natural progression from skating and all that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just, that was the crowd. That was the vibe. And um, through graffiti, I started hanging out with some OGs in the graffiti scene. And, and, and we were all about hip hop. I mean, that's where we were bumping. So that's how it started for me. I was like, you know, a couple of homies like, yo, dude, you got freestyles and like your voice. And I was like, trip, like, you know, I still wasn't accustomed to hearing my voice being recorded. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just on some like, yeah, that's all. That was my, my memory about it. You know what I'm saying? But then I got around some influential graph heads. And, and then, you know, DJ Drez. Yes. Drez was one of my old school homies from the graffiti. And so, um, for, you know, he was DJ and, and like one of the other homies, old school homie would bring me to his pad and we freestyle and he's like dude you got to record gail like this fool's voice is like this that and the other and yeah, it started yeah. kind of giving my confidence up thinking like oh that's cool you know what i'm saying like somebody's giving still me still not thinking like this is gonna be like something that i'm gonna do yeah forever pretty much yeah yeah for sure yeah. this was this was probably 92 okay for a frame of reference yeah 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 you know what i'm saying um because i was already doing graffiti that was like 92, maybe, yeah, that sounds about right. And then, uh, you know, later on, I crossed paths with just being in that scene, the graph scene. You go to local shows and hip-hop shows. And right, you start, yeah, you start realizing the scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. and then I came across um, one of the E-Times 2 homies. Um, and um, at the time, and it wasn't even E-Times 2 formed yet. It was just Endangered Element back then. Yeah. And it was just like nothing been recorded yet. And uh, he was hanging out with AWOL, and um, me and AWOL had already had been introduced on the graffiti scene. Yeah. And we're already from a graffiti crew at the same time, but really weren't, like, chilling at the time, you know what I'm saying? But we were both from the same crew. It was just yeah. a bigger crew, you know? Right, right, right. And um, so he was like, yo, AWOL's recording. Like, he raps, dude. His shit gets down. In fact, even going back now, me and AWOL, we we were, like, part like party scene, like, party crews and right, shit. Right, like, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. He was from... 
you know, I don't want to get into crew names sure, and all sure, that, because sure. it's kind of embarrassing going back that far. But, you know, funny-ass party crew names and shit. And he would DJ then. So anyways, then we circled back, found paths, and he, they were like, we got, we got to get you to come record, you know? Yeah. And I think uh, we recorded something. Right, I've been to, you know, we, we hung out, did some shows or whatever, just freestyled. But then eventually um, they invited me over to uh, do a song, and I think it was the first verse I dropped for Noise. 95 or something yeah and you were like were you all in at that point were you like yo this is dope well like, see that was the thing it was like once he recorded it like I, yeah I, yeah because yeah, that that was like that was it and then and that was that was it that was all it took because after i after i did it you know he gave us a copy of the tape it was like me syndrome and virus yeah and uh virus that night was like gels from me times two and and, and it wasn't even any times two then gels from the crew yeah you know and then that just pumped me up. And then we, you know, kind of introduced me to the rest of the crew was still being formed. There's there some history there, but nothing been put out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And actually that, that tape actually went on to become the first tape that AWOL put on the tape. He labeled it because he didn't have enough space. It was a one-sided tape. So he put in danger element crew. He put EE crew or something. Yeah. 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 And we were like, that's dope. E times two, like, e, you know, it just kind of yeah. dropped into E times two. So that's where E times two, got started recording with it with a wall and that's how i transitioned from graph and, and 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 it wouldn't say it was like complete i still do you know still paint and all that right but. right right we're sitting in front of a bunch of paint cans right now yeah yeah, yeah I, you know so wait so okay where was your like what kind of what kind of kid were you like what 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 was going on in your mind like what what was your your, your peace of mind at that time like, did you feel like, like if, if you could look back, could you, were you like, yo, I was just like a cool, quiet kid or like, I didn't get into much trouble or no. like, what kind of, like, what kind of person were you? Uh, I probably did not have, you know, I didn't have the greatest outlook. I didn't, I wouldn't say that. I mean, you know, I was good probably at the core of things, sure. but, but my outlook was grimy. My pops wasn't really there to guide me. Yeah. I was hanging out with a bunch of vandals and I was generally the youngest of all the OGs in any clique I was with. Gotcha. So, you know what I'm saying? But so everybody was a little bit older than me and I was kind of advanced, you know, like my, yeah. my son, I have a, my son will be 18 this year. Yeah. And um, he's completely different. You know what I'm saying? You, you try to raise your kids, you try to evolve, you try to better yourself, you try, right. you know what I'm saying? So of course he's complete opposite, but that's how I, that's how I see such a dynamic contrast from when I was his age. I was on some other shit I can't even talk about. You were just you know trying to figure it out on your own, pretty much, Yeah, right? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. And you all know. the things that come with that. Oh, for sure. I mean, um, you know, I really wasn't, you know, school was not, I didn't do nothing in school except bad stuff, you know what I'm saying, and gets how I got all the clicks and all that. So, you know, it wasn't like, you know, I was, anyway, um, yeah, man. I, I was I was an autodidact. You know, that's, that's, that's what I claim. That's, yeah. I got a song called Autodidactic. Um, you know, I didn't really learn a lot in school and I kind of just figured things out on my own and, um, always been operating at a pace that's a little bit ahead of myself. So I don't know if that kind of lends to sure, yeah, a well-rounded experience of things, you know? I think there's something to be said about people who, um, like being the youngest, right? Like that, that the same happened with me growing up. Like I was always like the youngest around the people that were hanging out and there's, there's definitely like 
a maturity that happens, right? You're but, growing up faster. Right. If you're, because, you know, I'm a firm believer that, like, the, you know, the more experience you have, the more well-rounded you are. Sure. They, you know, it's like travel. It's like time travel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you are the youngest observing all of these other people going through levels at another, at, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. At another clip of their own maturation, you're yeah. hitting levels. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're skipping levels right yeah, there. Yeah, and you're also, as a kid, like, I remember, like, in retrospect, I think back, right? And I'm like, I also missed out on, like, some of the innocence of being a kid. For sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, there's things that, like, happened that seemed second nature to me, but I'd be around people, like, my own age, and they'd be like, oh, shit. Like, you know, like, what the fuck yeah. is happening? And I, again, in retrospect, I look back on it, and I was like, oh, he kind of hardened you a little bit yeah. you know what i mean because you don't it's a sink or swim thing you know what i mean like especially when you're hanging out with like an older group it really is sink or swim because you don't oh, want to sure. look bad you don't want to yeah, say yeah. the wrong thing so you do a lot of observing right yeah. it's a really cool position to be in because you get to observe a lot right but for you did you think that like okay so you start rapping you recorded something was there like a plan at the time? Was there like, okay, this is what we're going to do? Um, well, see, I mean, it didn't really matter what I was doing. Like, you know, I, I was also, you know, um, you know, I had like a lot of different clicks, even when I was doing the graffiti and hanging out with all those heads. See, at that time I had started at Lamrata High, but I kind of grew up before that in Lakewood, in yeah. Cerritos. Yeah. Lakewood, Cerritos. So I had a whole nother click over heads and influence over there before high school days and those were badass dudes like they ran the streets over there yeah so that kind of came with a whole different perspective when i got here everybody was like who's this new dude at the school okay you got some history oh you hang out with them dudes we they got rep yeah you know what i'm saying well we got rep here and we'll put you on that type of thing yeah 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 um and i forgot what the core of the question wait was but like. you, you so you f you started to fit in like it was almost like a natural transition from one yeah. Yeah. Group to the next. Yeah. Um, but I got off on a tangent. What, what was, what was, you know, so anyways, um, yeah, man, I started, yeah, I started recording and, oh, my point was no matter what click I was in, yeah, I was, I was really all in. That yeah. That's my personality. Right. So like I'm down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you want to do a couple songs? Well, let's just make it a crew and let's just make an album. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like, or like get involved in the graph scene and be like, yo, I, I'm like ready to start calling shots up in here. Like, I've, yeah. I've already assessed the whole situation. Let me, let me, you know, I, I, even though I really may, may not have been ready. Yeah. You know, that's just kind of my mentality. That's, right. you know, I'm, 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 I'm trying to asserting yourself into like a leadership. Position. I, I just, that's this exactly it. Yeah. I just have, that's just my natural, you know, thing. Yeah. I, I and and so that right there when I got put on the crew, you know what I'm saying, like E times two after that, you know what I'm saying, I put that on my on my chest and I yeah. ran with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh cool. And it, it was natural. You know what I'm saying? Like I was picking fools up and taking them to the studio. I was making the studio I was making that call. Like yeah. at the studio I got us a studio. Who I got this beat or I got the artwork for the album. Yeah. I got the name for the album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I just manifest. Yeah. Like I just constantly I'm trying to build and create shit. Did you, did it's you, just instinctual. I don't even, did you have an understanding of what, cause what did the business look like at that time? Right. Uh, Not, I mean, people getting on, there were a few people here and there getting on, right? Like onto like a major, like major things, but 
it was still very much a mystery, right? Yeah, like you're talking about like how to maneuver through, like like how do we make this into something that we oh, can yeah. live off? Of? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Well, you know, I don't know, man. I that that's where I was on I was on my grind before it was a term grind. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. I mean, I know it existed and shit, yeah. but like not in the hip hop scene as a regular term. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was just as soon as we we did noise. And AWOL was like, yo, I'm going to do some one-sided tapes. My first response was, cool, how can I get some so I could go slang them? Like, yeah. break me off. Yeah. Like, I'm not a like a dude that sits around like, oh, let me know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, at that time, I wouldn't say that um, there was any hip-hop influence that was driving me to just be like, yo, let me get this off. Let yeah. me rep. It was more about the grind. Yeah. Like, And so, like, people yeah. remember me back in the day when we first got the noise tapes, then we got the Three Eyed Cow tapes, and then we were making mixtapes of our raps and shit. Yeah, yeah. I was out there hitting every show slinging them tapes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would come back like, yo, I need more tapes, or or I need to get more. And then we got E times two enough materials, like, I, I'm going to get this CD made. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, you know, I was just grinding. I was just, everything was trying to... And I really don't recall ever being at a point where I was like, oh, yo, I want to do this because such and such. Yeah, it, it was, was more just, like second nature. It was second nature. And then after, uh, you know, later I started to realize, like, we're documenting real shit. Yeah, yeah. And we had a response early on enough to keep me hooked. Yeah, I mean, and and it's interesting because you guys, you guys really did, right? Like, you guys really did have an influence that has maintained a relevancy like through 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 the scene going through multiple changes right like yeah. at this point you've seen it change many oh, yeah. times oh yeah but you guys have been able to like you didn't go anywhere you know what i mean like you guys yeah. you guys like are are still doing it and still doing it at a very high level right and you have to know, like, looking, like taking yourself back to those early moments and looking around. A lot of those people aren't there anymore. Like they didn't never made it past yeah. the initial dream, right? Yeah. But for some reason, you guys did. You know, and that's like that's a that's something that's very interesting to me because you know you learn about the the actual industry and how. You know, this it's not set up necessarily for you to succeed. You know what I mean? So like someone who's still there and still doing it and still able to make high quality art has to have come up with some sort of formula. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. to maintain their even to maintain like your your peace of mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like what it what was it for you? Like um what made you want to like expand your mind and 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 you know what i mean like think out of the box because you guys that is one thing bro there is is i think i talked to awol about this too like had you guys not done what you did i mean you have to see it now right like your influence because it's, it's pretty obvious now there's certain things that wouldn't have existed had you guys not yeah. pushed the boundaries of sound really like, yeah you guys were pushing boundaries oh, early yeah. on you know yeah yeah no i i, I uh I was probably the first person, I think, in the crew. I mean, I, that sounds a little... I, I don't want to say I was the first person in the crew, but, you know, it was it, it stemmed from the same engine that yeah. I was operating. Like, I got a, I got a, 
I got us a new spot. It was all about us. Mm-hmm. So like I might be referencing my personal sort of um, journey, journey, but you know, I was crew first. And that's why I have so many crews. Yeah. I, I didn't grow up with my brothers and sisters. So my, my crew was my family. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so I was very crew driven. I was always just about trying to, you know, like I said, I was just on my journey and I was just, I, my crew was my family. So, and that's how I, it, it motivated me to just do more and more. But at some point, I remember thinking, um, I don't think that our crew, as dope as we we were at the time, I remember thinking, I don't think these fools know like how dope we are yeah. and like how people respond to how dope we are. Uh, or maybe they okay. do know, yeah. but they, they're, they're not, they're not like, I, and I didn't, I didn't probably didn't think these thoughts, but I'm sure. trying to recollect it. Right? right. Like I just knew without words and any kind of ill motive, just on the good strength, like I, we got to, we got to yeah. put this out. Something's happening. We have to put right. it out. Yeah. That, that was the main thought is we have to put it out. We've got to get this out. And the other thing was I, had, I was surrounded. I was surrounded by talent. My, all my homies are so dope. All the artwork you've ever seen, uh, you know, everything was just a, a homie away. Right, right. The only thing I had to do was just coordinate. Yeah, yeah. I would say looking back, I, I, I definitely quarterbacked. I manifested. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's just that was just my role in whatever crew. Squeaky clean on the surface, but bad to the bone. I grew up underground, Southern Cali in the catacombs. Crew up a standalone microphone, a gramophone. Ill manner with my tone. Top tier in the capstone. Still prone to the throne, a premature rap clone. Neck bone to the backbone. When the mic's in my clutch, I catch wreck in a mad zone. Step back, no assist the chaperones. Fully grown and well known for fat tracks and stacks. Silver fields with flat blacks. Rap sheets laced with anthrax. Deep bass, so suckers stand pat and understand that. This spit's holy grail. Self-made dreams, myself acclaimed kings never fail. We excel, always fresh, never motherfucking stale. We never tire, no fret, the fire stays lit. The older we get, the tighter we get to serve and protect. Rhyme and project, inspired our best, retired the rest. The sight of the text for the desired effect. We never tire, no fret, the fire stays lit. The older we get, the tighter we get to serve and protect. Rhyme and project, inspired our best, retired the rest. The sight of the text for the desired effect. We never tire, no fret, the fire stays lit. The older we get, the tighter we get to serve and protect. Rhyme and project, inspired our best, retired the rest. The sight of the text for the desired effect. Uh, I'm trying. I'm always trying to put my crews, uh, you know, as a. Well, it, it feels like you you have for a while now, right? Like even through the projects, you've been able to see even like the talent in the people around you. You know what I mean? Like having a talent that and being able to know what to do with that talent, right? Like like influencing the group as a whole has a lot to do with seeing the bigger vision, right? Like that's, that's just the truth. Like you don't, you don't, you're not able to influence the crew if you don't see the bigger vision. And you've seen, like you said, like you knew like, yo, this is, we have something here. This is, this is, and, and dude, in a time of, especially nowadays, right? Like I'm sure you look around and I mean, you're still dropping music and looking around and seeing like, Hip hop has has gone through phases where originality wasn't the biggest thing, and you guys seem to like fight for originality. You know yeah. what I mean? Like 
you guys were going to be different no matter what the fuck anybody was doing or what people were into. Was that was that conscious? Um, I just think, you know, that was you know what? I, I actually I, to back up. Uh, the graph crew that I evolved into was uh, LSD uh-huh. from Whittier, from La Mirada, uh all city graph crew, you know, Los Angeles, um, you know, roots uh, from some of the original heads and, and just influence. So Whittier has has is to me is is a is a mecca. Yeah. For creativity. It's another important vein of yeah. artistry and talent in, in various capacities. Yeah. Uh, you know. Whittier is actually the last name of a famous poet. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if there's any relevance there, but I guess what I was getting to is I recognized in my life that like even those days before the hip hop scene that my crew was also a unique crew. Yeah. And I felt like many times, and I've said it in the song Memories, recalling memories about those days that our life was a movie. Yeah. There, yeah. there, there were so many like things that were occurring that I could recall that were like movies yeah in my life like I remember just living life at the that age and experiencing things that were so original back to your point of like yeah. were we forcing things to be unique I don't I just think that it was just where we spawned from yeah we were just being who we were but we knew like everything felt like special yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. like everything was so rich in experience it was just like I couldn't explain it we were just living it and there was everything was monumental, you know what I'm saying? Like if we got we I got busted for graffiti, it was like the second most damage ever done to California Highway. <laughs> it was on the news, you know what I'm saying? I was yeah. throwing signs handcuffed under the age of 18 on 2020. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Newspaper clippings. I mean, that's all bad shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like even the negative experiences yeah. were so rare. Rare and yeah. exploratory. Yeah. Uh it was just creating something. And so like when AWOL was doing his thing and you know, um, was obviously a big influence because he he was recording us and he was so much, he was already a little, a, a, he was three years older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, three and a half years older. Yeah. Uh, to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he had that much more experience and I was instantly like picking up like, okay, damn, this is what it's, this is what it is. Yeah. And E-Tom's two heads were already right there and it was like, okay, boom. And we just kept building and building and building. And time goes by fast when you're having fun, I suppose, because the next thing I know, you know what I'm saying? We're we're in in the creation, yeah, and in the process, and that's where I was like getting to. Like I was, I I looked at the rest of the E times too, and I was like, yo, like, do you fools realize that we have fans? Do you fools realize, like, can you get out of the bubble for a minute? Right. Like, and, and we, I know what we're in, what we're living is so rich. Yeah. But like. Yeah, it is still being the outside consumed. world is big. Yeah, right, and the outside world is big, and and we're doing things. Wow, and and I had remember like you know, we're you know just being who we were, and uh, I, I and I was the difference with me. If you really look back on the discography, you'll see all of my little guest features and all of the people I was building with. I was like, even though I was crew, I was out spider webbing right you know what i'm saying i was like non-stop like oh i gotta get a song with him oh i gotta do a song with this i know this show's gonna be here something's gonna pop i need to be yeah doing yeah this. yeah i need to be painting here i need to be doing that i didn't want to miss out on anything yeah and i wanted to be involved in everything and all of that was just making the spider web bigger and bigger for at least my circumference of and my crew yeah and so did you guys like as um like e times two like started to grow 
obviously every every group goes through like growing pains and people people decide to get on the train people decide to get off yeah. like what what was the thing about you that you were like I don't care like how this manifests. I'm just gonna keep manifesting something new. And <laughs> well, like, that, if this isn't working, then I'm gonna do this. And if this well, isn't working, I'm gonna do this. I, I'm very. I'm a loyalist. To yeah. A, I'm a loyalist to a T. Yeah. You know, like I said, I put my crews on my chest, and and, and uh, you know, I, I just I tried to uh, I tried to be the glue. I tried to keep everything popping. And so you know, uh, when people were going through different experience, it was like, don't trip, like. You getting locked up? Well, I mean, you know, I'll write, I'll you know, I'll visit if I can, and yeah, we'll still just be grinding. Yeah, pick right back up, and yeah. and I have some friends that recognize that about me. They're like, "Yo, like one of my best things about you is like, I don't have to talk to you for three years, but I know that when I call you, it's gonna be like, what's up, fool?' Right, like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. ain't nothing missed a beat. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I never, you know. I don't know. Just just kept building and you, you know, never you kind of recognize that people are going to go through things sure. but it didn't deter me. It was just like, yo, the crew comes first. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the crew comes first and and I wouldn't let anything die. I was just like I try to inspire, I try to influence. Yeah. I try to motivate just by my own initiative and doing my work and like fools being like, "Damn, all right, cool." And I recognized that the crew was at different levels like it was me syndrome and virus that were really pushing it at first then it was digit and regret origin was like an early member yeah um you know dust off was a, a crew member but he was local right here in the hood you know I, you know ill ass cypher mc but yeah didn't really see like he was gonna have a beyond the block career beyond you know yeah and that's cool Right, uh, but they were the homies. That was our crew. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like those fools are sick, you know, and still are. So, Digit and Regret were supposed to form a crew. It was kind of like you know the Wu Tang. Not saying we're Wu Tang, right, right, like that, right. But like you know how they had different factions and things of that nature. So it was kind of going into E Times too that I already recognized that it wasn't like you know me. Center Virus had a lot of initiative. We knew like oh shit, this beat was only long enough for three motherfuckers, and there's yeah. only three motherfuckers right here. You know right. what I'm saying? Like right. So. You know, and, uh, you know, every record, I try to um, involve everybody and make certain records bigger. And I would say, you know, three records or four projects in uh, Resurgence in 2010, I think. We got one producer, Mascaria, to produce the whole thing. Yeah. I was already working with Mascaria. In fact, one of the crew members found him, but I kind of took that relationship. Oh, let me steer this bus. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But got but coordinated that resurgence album which every song with four members at the time on every song and that was like a great template after like the experimental who's around let's just do this right, song right i was like a really focused coordinated record in 2010 even after a lot of trials so take us forward from there from there what started to happen like artistically for you um by that time i don't know i think um I think I was already deep. I mean, 2010 is a long time in the game already. Yeah. From like 95. That's already 15 years in the game. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I don't really think about things like this. Like <laughs> blocks. I'm like, damn, yeah, this has been a long that's time. That's what this is for. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyways, yeah. Uh, by that time, I think I had already had Laws and Flaws out, my solo shit. I was I, That was many levels later. Yeah. So by that time, um, 
I was just still recording. Let me ask you this, dude. On a personal level, were you were you happy? Like, did you find yourself like, yo, I'm I'm in a happy place. Like, I feel good. Or where was your I, mind? I had to have been. I don't think you could create. Um, I don't think you could create stuff that that keeps fulfilling you. Yeah. If you're not in a good place. Yeah. Now, I mean, personally, you know, I don't know. I I I I think if uh, you have the capacity, which a lot of creatives do, you mm-hmm. can compartmentalize. Sure. The trials. Sure. And create. So maybe you maybe you can do. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's like some. I don't know. I think I've been able to do that very well too. So I can't say that you know. It's just like, you know, you're going through your journeys. You're going to have up and down. So I can't. I don't know. What was it? What was um? I had. Anyway. What was like a low point for you? Like when you were like, what? Mm. What? Because I. I and know, creatively, yeah. The low, the only low point that I recall was, um, I think after 2010, when after the Resurgence record came out, when I felt like, man, the album was incredible. Like it was incredible, and I and I started to have trials with certain individuals, yeah. and you know, um, drugs was an issue because yeah. you go through all that group shit. You sure. know what I'm saying? Like, really, that's where all of the group shit. That's where I was like, dude, this is what the fucking this crew went through. This is what that crew went through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, real shit. It's real life takes over, and, yeah. and friends that have been, you know, all of us were on one. Yeah, and so the 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 the, the that was a low point because. To, that was a low point. Now that I recall, that was a low point because I was like, I had invested so much. Yeah. And I was like, dude. And you also saw what it could be. Yeah. That right. was the worst about yeah. it. You know, that was the worst thing about it is because you knew that you had something special and you could still do something with it. And, uh, you know, that was the only thing that was threatening it. How was the... How, but it was kind of the interesting thing. Yeah. It was E times two endangered elements was like, the, that was like the epitome of the whole thing. Right. That it was such a volatile group. You know what I'm saying? Right, and the whole right, element right, right. of what we were representing was already endangered at the time. Yeah. So it was always like this crazy, you know, like I, that was always in my mind. It was always like, man, we're always hanging by a thread. Yeah. We probably said that. Even Common Thread was the album after that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like even back then, so like there's always been this like inner you know, inner crew sort of dynamic that it was always patchworked to some degree. Right. Cause right. We it was being, volatile. It was definitely volatile. And so, you know, um, yeah, at that point, that's when I think, um, I decided, okay, I got to do new, a new solo shit. Uh, I got to root myself in some solo shit and yeah. keep this thing moving. And, uh, other, other, um, like, I want to say a little bit before that, like I had been kicking it with uh, Mass Men and at the point of origin at Fat Jacks for a, you know quite a few years before that, uh, and then at some point around that era, Ab was like, "Yo, we got to put you on Mass Men. We got to put you on Roach and Mass Men. Y'all been around forever, and yeah, it's natural. It's not like you know what I mean. Yeah, it, it was like it, it just made sense. We, and we fit like a glove in that we were always over there. Yeah, because we were always with AWOL. So it was like. You know, and it just was natural. So it was like, cool. Now I feel good about my artistry career where it's like, now I could focus on something that I know is not threatened. Right. In terms of like having crew probably at that time. I mean, you know, it's easy to say that in in hindsight, but, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make sense of it anyways right now thinking back. Sure. But that's probably, I needed that to give me some motivation to keep me going even as a solo artist, because I was like, dude, my crew is like, you know, everything. And and then that was just another bridge 
to keep building everything I went on to keep doing. Yeah. More solo shit, more crew shit, uh, very intently after that, you know what I'm saying? So I think I ended up doing the cloaks. We started the cloaks around that time. What what, what was the thinking behind that? The cloaks? Mm-hmm. Me and AWOL at that time were already, we put the uh, Life Before Death mixtape out because we were like always doing shows and shit. And we were like, dude, we got to put more songs in the set. We yeah. got And we talked about it probably more years than we actually put into it when it finally got around. We, like, huh. we got to do this. We yeah. got to do this. We got to do this. And then finally, um, I had a different studio, different spot before this one, about 15 minutes down the street. And I was there for like seven years in La Mirada. And it was a dope spot. I had a lot of heads come through to that spot. I had like a tri-level and it was like sick under, kind of like the bottom level was the studio. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, me and AWOL started doing the cloaks. And um, the original idea just came from AWOL, man. He just was like, let's call it the cloaks. And that really was not where I was thinking like, this is the record I want to do with AWOL finally. Yeah. I was thinking like, this is going to be the record that's like on some... Man, I thought Fat Jack might produce it. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like, hit a certain audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Tony was like, yo, I got this idea. It's called The Cloaks. And uh, it was just like, fuck, this is this is the three-eyed cow, Tony. This is the, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he was doing so much music all over the place. I, You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't know what, what AWOL style you're going to get. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Right. At the time, you know, because right. he's such a creative you know he could have stirred he could have steered the whole thing and he did essentially probably i don't you know who knows yeah. at the time if he knew how far it would go and how much i would take that seed and fucking blow it up too right, you know what i'm saying right. cuz it was um an idea that he came up with with not a whole lot of conversation at the time i just was like the way you did me, what you always did right I, like yeah, you're like, and I'm me, with it let's yeah, do it exactly i don't give a fuck let's do it Yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah all right cool i got the first beat yeah i got the first rap yeah Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Like here, here's here's the song. Okay. Uh, do you mind if Awkward produces the whole thing? Cool. We got we got our producer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that that idea was a good example of like making something out of nothing. Yeah. And I don't want to say it was nothing, but it was certainly just a seedling of an idea that AWOL was like, let's call it the cloaks. Without I mean, a you whole, guys were definitely didn't... on your art shit. You're yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. create. Some fucking art, like from the idea to the concept to the yes. way this is gonna feel, the that's, way it's gonna look. That's how it. All, that's I mean, between he and, him and I, that's how it just manifested. It was just like he 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 had an idea. I really didn't tell him no. It was like okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? He I had an idea. He was like dope, and it just kept building and building and building. Um, yeah, man. And and so okay, so let me ask you this, man, on a little sidebar here. Did you look one because one at this point, having done over 300 shows and talked to so many different people, there's there always seems to be like this um moment or a collection of moments that made you seek to become like a deeper person. You're obviously a person who thinks in layers, right? Like, and and having done what you've done and been around the people that you've been and just seen the world now, like, you know, that it's, it's, it's a rarity more than like the majority, right? Like people who can see the layers who take, take, who even desire to take the time to see 
the vision, the the, the deeper parts yeah. of life? Like, yeah. what was it for you that got you thinking? What did you read a book? Did you have um, like some info? Was it weed? Was it like what you mean? Like what I was mean, it that started getting you to think deeper? The generic boring answer would just be life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that. That I mean, ultimately, that's what it is. And my life was on the journey that I've described already to this point. And like I told you, all of those elements, even my family, all of, I mean, everybody should feel unique and special. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to claim. But people don't. But, but, but people don't. But people don't. But I felt like everything was. So, um, so life in general, you know, I don't know, all, all of my experiences uh, were building up. And to your point earlier about like missing out on certain mm -hmm. things. I'm sure that internally those things were also building up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, so they were manifesting themselves in different ways as well. And, uh, but at some point I think, um, I got in a lot of trouble with the law and, uh, I had to get my shit together. Yeah. I was forced to, because I was going to go to jail if I didn't. Yeah. And, um, I kind of found, um, uh, Kind of found uh, myself in work. Work actually, um, like I had a few mentors that, yeah. that, that like kind of um, recognized that I had a talent. You know what I'm saying? And kind of talked to me on a person, just a couple of mentors that that, be, that were personal mentors that yeah. were really beyond some work shit. It wasn't, it wasn't sure. about the work aspect of it, but it was crossing good paths with good people. And uh, and people taking the time. And people taking it. the time and saying yeah. like, look, you know, people got skills and people got talent. Some people develop the skills, but some people have talent. Yeah. And you're this individual who needs to recognize that you are on the, you can go this way, you go that way. Yeah. yeah. You're riding that line. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And um, so I think that's where the depth of things came from. And I gravitated towards that mm. probably a little bit more because, it, you know, I needed some kind of guidance. Um, and but, you recognize that, right? Yeah. I mean, I was, because you, you, you said you're only child. On yeah. Well, yeah, I have I have a half brother and two half sisters. Yeah. That later on in life I started to hang out with, yeah. you know, what I'm saying when they were old enough to come and hang out with their big brother because their mom didn't was insecure about me being the right. first child from my father. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had to kind of like, you know, fall back and then. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, I just got some guidance, man, and got a little bit of knowledge. Well, welcome to and from where thoughts run congruent with the sun raw. Fluent with the tongue to their left in awe From the sights they saw It's this side of the solar The heat star shines and reflects with enlightenment Pure source radiates true colors that emanate love without hate With no recognition of consequence You're out of sequence, losing balance Looking for frequency and stability Peace and tranquility Disinformation dropped in leaflets to average citizens Grazed over wants and dividends it's insufficient ends to a necessary means. I came to tell you, so I hereby proclaim you, citizens of my greater universe. In this greater universe, I'm the mediator for better or worse. Endanger elements that shape the earth. The afterbirth where laughter hurts and cries are divine. Like sounds of deaf tones that fall on deaf ears of dead clones. Question your state of worth. Question your date of birth. The entire face of this earth. Average 
citizens crazed over wants and dividends while they suffer over insufficient ends distant friends with strange views that use a different lens as time elapses the jetic matrix expands and extends the eventual disconnect begins as mixed signals we continue to send from all dimensions with no intentions to offend I'm sure because uh, like we were talking to DJ FM earlier, you know, um, and he's an only child. I'm an only child. Um, and so like one of the things that we talked about, right, was like, you know how as an only child, there's a lot of um, natural isolation. There's a lot of. um self-reflective moments that are are there whether you like them or not right because you're your only mirror for a big part of your life yeah right so um and it's hard to understand like you did exactly what he did he did exactly what i did we're and I'm, I'm still doing it to this day you're still doing it to this day you're creating families right like you're yeah. creating this family yep um it fills voids you know, um, and it helps you develop as a person, but you get to pick, like you get to pick you. The, I pick my brothers. I get to pick my, whereas like, uh, one of the things that me and Ephraim were talking about was like, I wonder, and, and for sure, for sure this happens because being an only child, sometimes I'll look at people who have like brothers and sisters and not really understand the dynamic. Like they'll be brothers, but they're not friends necessarily, right? Or they don't. Yeah. It's just it's just blood, and nothing else. You know what I mean? Like, and that was always like a weird concept to me because I, one, I didn't have the opportunity to be in that situation, so I always chose and created my families, right? Yeah. But to them, to people who do have brothers and sisters and all that, we probably have these things about us that are like. Oh, that's a little weird. Like, are there's you know, are they think a they think a little weird? And and I mean, for sure that has to happen. Yeah. For sure that has to happen because, like I said, when when I look at like I asked you know Eddie, our producers here, and he has you know comes from a bigger family, and I was like, I, I remember asking him like, dude, what what's it like to have like a like a real brother like. Like there's some dude who lives in the house with you. Like it, I couldn't even wrap my mind around the concept, right? Yeah. Because all my brothers went home at the end of the night, or you know, or they'd stay over for a little bit and leave because I I chose who they were. Whereas with this person, like there was like like with with your blood brother, there's a different perspective altogether, right? And it has to affect the way you look at life, right? Oh, for sure. Things become. I know for only children. Those relationships become very powerful and meaningful. Like you, you said many times during this interview, I was all about the crew. I was all about the crew, the crew, the oh, crew, yeah. which translates to the family, to the family, to the yep. family. Like I'm serving the family. Oh, I want, I'm I want to make the family. Dude, uh, everything that I do. Yeah. Every Like every solo record was to represent the crew. Yeah. Uh, every wall that I paint was to represent the crew. You know, it was always about the crew. But yeah, that was, that was it. And I, I mean, you know, I knew like... I had a strong, uh, you know, affinity for family. To your point, yeah, you, you didn't have, you know, and I had a big family. Yeah, to be honest, I just was a only child right. in my family. Right. But other than that, a lot of cousins, a lot of uncles. Like I told you, I grew up. Everybody was a little bit older than me. Yeah. So you know, I had some sense of family and all of that. But still, I had a yearning for, especially because later on, as I knew I had younger brother and sisters, I was like, I wanted to hang out with them. I was like 
what do you mean they can't hang out with me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't understand that shit. So then now we're all really close. I mean, you know, we're, you know, my yeah. brother's my brother. You know what I'm saying? Even he's my half brother. I love him like he's my full brother times twice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it's all good, man. Like It's the, interesting because, uh, you know. My you, wife has a great family. Yeah. I love her family. You know, yeah. I love that about my wife. I love So I love family. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I feel like it. Okay. So like one of the things we love doing on the show is like kind of trying to help connect the dots right and one of the things i can tell you right off the bat that i'm picking up on is like part of your love for the art right because you're multi-talented right and so you've done different types of art it wasn't necessarily the importance of like i want to be a rapper or i want to be a painter i want right. you're an artist but one of the most important parts of that art was that you got to create it with a family like it was oh, it's, it's a very about, connection it, yeah yeah it's for me of after after building with so many crews and building with so many uh uh members of like the bloat family yeah like it is the community that uh you know keeps me kind of thriving right you know what i'm saying like right. I, like i still talk to uh all the homies yeah like i don't want to say no names but i mean people like i'm talking to homies today that are just like I love that you're still doing music. I love that you're still yeah. doing this. And I'm like, dude, come over and record. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Yeah. Like, bring the family. Yeah, because for I you, actually told some one of the homies yeah. today. I'm like, dude, bring your family over. Yeah. Like, you know, let's record. Like, like it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying to uh, keep that 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 creative uh, thing going. You whatever. know, it, it's interesting, man, because it. Um, you know, we've seen. A lot of people, you know, sit across from us and, and, and talk about like their journey. And man, you share something with a lot of the artists that we've had on the show in that for you. And it's and it's it's like becoming very clear right now. Like as you're talking, like I'm like connecting this part. You, you know how there's certain like behavior or certain um characteristics about yourself that you don't really realize are affecting a cert another part right like for instance for you mm -hmm. walking away from music would be like walking away from a family oh that's why it's life for sure. right so because exactly you, but mean, because you, of that it, yeah. you've been able to maintain a career for a long time because the real root of every single thing you make is really like I got to do this with the family. I got to do this. Even if when you're making your solo shit, like yo, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to wave the flag. You know what I mean? I'm I, one keeping the, the gates open. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I will tell you, yes, that is yeah. all all at the core of a lot of it. But I'm also like a lot of people in that I'm also inspired to create, but also um, part of the survival is being motivated by the threat. Yeah, and the threat sometimes is comes in various forms and that threat could be uh you know whatever finances or whatever individual um trials you're having um but but also external yeah so externally there was a lot of motivation from the people that that i felt like doubted what yeah. i was bringing to the table yeah like you know naturally yeah. like you would sure. inspire to prove people wrong you yeah. know what i'm saying like and i'm very competitive yeah like even if that's like you know whatever trait some people don't like and for me yeah it's always been a motivator sure so 
Um, I would say like uh, that what you said when you said like, yo, I'm I'm repping the crew. Yeah. I mean, I strategically um, like when we did the Cloaks record and I knew that we were building something dope and I was like, well, we're going to have to do another one. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And then uh, there's like no way that this is not, not on my watch. Right. Not on my watch. It's yeah. going to be a one record. One and done. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm. And um, after E times two resurgence trials, um, you know, I was like, you know, I knew Digit was getting out of prison. I knew um, Regret was still rocking with me. Uh, Syndrome, uh, well, no, Virus. And um, and I was like, okay, we're going to do a new record. Common Thread. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I kind of already told you about that right, whole right, piece right. of it. And if you look at the art, the the art, the Common Thread, and like if you read the linings and shit, I, I, all of this shit is tied in there. Yeah, yeah. Like there is that theme is, is, is throughout. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, but I remember very like strategically like this record is for the E Times Two fans. Yeah. And this record is for every motherfucker who thinks because they see these trials, or they know about these trials in the street, because I wouldn't empower them online. Yeah. You know any kind of beefs? I was like, I'm gonna keep mobbing. My work will speak for itself. I don't need to fucking engage anybody yeah. in bullshit, because that's how you get suckered. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I was just motivated. Like I'm gonna put this record out, and this record's gonna speak for itself. Yeah. And then after that. I'm gonna drop another fucking record and I'm gonna squeeze the juice out of everything I can from every one of these crew members. And yeah. I'm still doing that even now. Yeah, yeah. I'm still like motherfuckers on motherfuckers' hips right now. Like, I don't give a fuck if you moved. Yeah. I found you a studio in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, motherfuckers yeah. are like, yo, I'm like, um, I have another kid. Like, that's cool. Write about that kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the verse. It's coming to you. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? So, like, and so, like, I knew, it, uh, I knew I had to come back and coordinate another E times two record. And the common thread record, in my opinion, even after telling you that like resurgence was so calculated and quarterbacked where we had one producer such, I was able to, um, I think help get the crew to deliver another album that in my personal opinion is even equivalent, if not greater than resurgence yeah. for the simple fact that it was face. It's almost like how LeBron is challenging the warriors right now with not help, right. with not a lot of help. And I'm not saying, I'm, you know, I'm just yeah. saying like, the it challenge was, against, was bigger. It was against all odds, right? With like you know what 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 might be perceived as it's the crew's sweeter. not at the crew's not at full strength, right? Because this person's not around or this person's not around. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. I know everybody's strengths, yeah. And that's what I was tapping, yeah. You know what I'm saying to make to make sure. So I knew that, and I knew that you know that 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 album had some things I had to be said, yeah. And that a, another album had to come out after that without any kind of tainted things that need to be said yeah and i knew that the next cloaks record need to have happen because of what i just mentioned and a simultaneous to that was exalt the anti on the first project right on the, the vinyl that we dropped this year right right talk about that man how did that come to, together um and shout uh, out Deesky, by the way shout too. out to Deesky and my brother mega abusive homie. um both of my brothers um i would say in 2020 10 probably around that same time right after resurgence um no nah, i was way earlier than that my bad i i think i went to um i don't know i know mega forever yeah um but we didn't really hang out a lot and we built like on one of the shapeshifter records early on holy chessmen or something yeah and uh that's how we knew each other and we just had a respect for each other and then we ended up at a show or something and kind of just hit it off later like circle back yeah you know maybe 20, 2007 
2008 or something like that. I don't know. I don't remember the year, but we started talking and running into each other at shows. And I think I did South by Southwest with him or something and just hit it off. And we started uh, doing music and it kind of took a long time to build the record. And it was even, and if you ask Mega, you know, and Mega's like already went on the record of saying this, so I don't, I don't have any issues sure. saying this, but he's like, yo, he gives me credit for like sticking through his trials, even during the making of the record to make sure that it came out. Right, right. To make sure that it was, you know, like, I, like if you look at the record, it says that I'm the executive producer. I, I just, what I do. Yeah. It's what I do. Yeah. So, um, and you know, I invested in this record. I didn't want it to go to nothing and I knew it was dope. And uh, he was going through having babies and shit and being a man and mm-hmm. a family man going through his transitions in life. And so the record was being built in the background. And then finally we got to a place where I was like, yo, dude, I'm going to give this record to Deesky and watch what happens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming yeah. off a resurgence with Deesky. I'm coming off of hella shit with Deesky. Yeah. Hella years with Deesky. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that pumped Meg up. He was like, fuck, we got something right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, so we dropped that record, Hip Hip Hop Against the World. The crew is Exalt the Anti. It's me, Mega, and Deesky. And uh, just like that, that was another example of like, this ain't going to be the only project. Right, right. We got to hit them with the EP right after this. You know what I'm saying? So um, just kept pushing. Just kept pushing right along, man. And and me and Mega, uh, I, I have no problem, but we're very happy with what we've produced. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel very, very good right now about... Uh, where I'm at in my musical career with this right now, it, man, it's on this just right here. You know what I'm saying? It's gotta be like, weird, right? Though in some ways, because like, like you know, I, I was listening to a bunch of the, you know your creations, like leading up to the to the interview. I like to sit there and, and just kind of vibe with it, right? And it can be argued that right now, like at this moment. You're making some of the best stuff you've ever made, right? Like it's oh, yeah. it, it, and it's it's super relevant. It's like it seems like you guys have found like this sound that is not it's like a timeless thing, like it doesn't have to but the people that are kids coming up right now are attracted to it cuz it it speaks to them as well. Like it's that's a weird thing, you know what I'm saying? Like to have yeah. gone through as many projects as you have, yeah, to get to this point right now, and and it's almost like, damn, you're, dude, you're you're new again, almost. Yeah. There's people literally discovering your music, going like, oh, this is that new shit, like, yeah. And you just talked about how many years of work that went into this. But what's weird, and I agree with you yeah. a thousand percent. I like I said, I feel I feel great. You know, um, me and Mega are both happy and. I'm sitting on a bunch of things that I, I, I intended to do. I wanted to get the E-Times 2 records done. The Cloaks is on the verge of being done. Yeah. I've got some other solo things in the background that I Good don't God. even want to talk to. Yeah, it's yeah. like I got, I'm sitting on a lot of stuff, too. Yeah. And uh, But um, at the same time, as I listen to some of my older stuff, because it has been some, it has been enough years that I'm, I can remove myself from my older material and be like, sure. what the hell was yeah. I on? You know what I'm saying? Or like... Or it was really dope and it's not that far fetched from where I'm at now or you know what I'm saying? It's just it's maintained throughout the years and um it's just like, you know, um every record has a different personality and everything is about timing. 
Um, so sometimes the record that's how that's how hits happen too. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? I'm not I mean I'm not saying I'm searching for a hit. I'm definitely not. I'm just yeah. saying I'm trying to talk about the relevance of timing. Yes. And um, you know, like um, you know, there's parallels, right? Like man, you know, like like Will Smith. Sure. Right? Like who who would have thought that Will Smith would become the dude that he is today? Yeah. And if you if you think about him as an individual, you think what well, what what an empowering individual, right? Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. like dude, that dude's like the man. Yeah. Right now, this like, was the know, Fresh Prince. Yeah, this yeah. was the Fresh Like as an yeah. example, you know what I'm saying? Like sure. somebody just on top of his shit. Yeah. Uh, and that's how records come like find their niche, or um, as as an individual, you 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 hit that stride, if you will. You know what it is, man? It feels like, you know, listening to the stuff that's out right now, like it, this is what it feels like to me, like having, because this is rare and I don't know how often you, you even do this, you know, like I gotta, it was, it was kind of a, a cool thing to be able to take in like a, a grouping of your music throughout the years, right? Cause that's what I did. And then all it seems like, it's not like, this is better than that, or this is different, like so different than that. It just feels like, yeah, this is a dude who has swung the bat a lot of times. He knows how to swing the bat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Both of you guys on, on the mic, Deesky oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like oh, yeah. you guys have like the craft of it. Oh, for sure. So well practiced. Oh yeah. The, you the, know this, what I mean? This exalt the anti record. That's how I feel. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like, man, I just smile when I listen to it. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, the new EP that we just put out, um, I've listened to it like every day for like the last, I don't know how many days That's uh, in a row in the morning. And and to be quite honest, I'll tell you something. I don't, you know, yeah. I'm not the kind of fool to put this shit on the social media, but uh, I'm up every morning um, in the gym. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm working hard doing my things to keep myself in halfway decent yeah, condition. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to feel the wave is here again. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, This is yeah, a new yeah. set of waves coming yeah. through But I'm again. like, I'm listening to this record. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, how come I'm not tired of hearing this yet? Yeah. How come it's still like... That's a great thing. Yeah, that's a great thing. So, um, you know, much much respect to Mega Abusive and Deesky because uh, the record feels good. And I feel good about everything else, too. The, I don't... I'm not trying to... Like, don't sleep. I got this new Cloaks record with AWOL and that shit is... A lot of people uh, like the first record. This record... We're we're hyped we're hyped yeah. to get this done. You know what I'm saying? We got like I posted today that we got one one crew cut away and um I'm excited. I don't even want to talk about who's gonna be on that song, but it's gonna be dope and you know, it's just it's just what we always done though. I mean, like we could talk all like super hype about it, but in the grand scheme of things, you know, we ain't fucking I'm not like super fucking popular or you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, you know, it's just like uh just what we do. But you okay, so here's one of the interesting positions that I get to be in is like curating that platform collection, seeing the music. I try to see everything that's coming out. And so I've gotten everything from the latest 16 year old kid that's out right now to the most veteran M MCs. And like I said, you guys sound like not even just now you sound futuristic which is always super dope to see because bro like here's the thing you know and i know being fans of the music right like yeah. being fans of and watching other people i'm there, a huge fan of music th there's too. always that that kind of sadness when you start to see like uh evolution stopped for that person 
Yeah. Like they kind of maxed out on, or they doubled down too much on who they used to be instead of trying to find out who they're next, who they are next. Right. Right. And that's what this, re- the you know, exalt the anti, the shit that's out right now seems like, oh, this is next. Like this is next. Yeah. And it's still, for that to still be happening is a, definitely a credit to you guys, but hearing your story now, it makes sense. Yeah. Right. Because you have, Put your head down, raise the flag, and push forward every single time, yeah. right? And the motivations are are big for you because the motivations are more than just music. Like, the motivations are so much deeper for you. Yeah, there's a lot at stake. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, and not with any, uh, you know, like, uh, I don't know. It's just, that's just the way that I'm wired. It just and, means more. Yeah, it just means more. Um yeah, along the way. And there's so many parallels that I don't want to bring into this interview for me as an individual yeah. that have been validating beyond just this conversation to um, kind of recall things and, um, you know, encapsulate some some times that even through this conversation help put things in perspective. Dope. But outside of this, yeah, there has been a lot of other external, um, you know, parallels that I've experienced along the way in the journey that have kind of all fed even deeper yeah into this thing yeah. like you're getting a fourth of of the journey as an yeah. individual you yeah. know what i'm saying like a family man you know what i'm saying now and uh you know there's just uh many as everybody is like a, you know we're multi-dimensional uh beings yeah and uh, some people see that some people don't some people maximize it some people um aren't <laughs> right you know even if they did you know Very just true. because of 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 um, circumstance circumstance yeah. or, or conditioning mm-hmm. um and just not having the um creative uh exploration to identify with other yeah. other you know um frequencies or dimensions or uh, parallels whatever you want to call them other doors mm-hmm. um other experiences at the basic level you know um but anyways, man, I think that through the music, that's what um, hopefully some people get. Hopefully it emits things like, damn, even if they think it's foul and they're not feeling it, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, this shit is like, because like I trip out on other people that, I, you know, to your point about it being original, it's also very threatening to people's beliefs. <laughs> it's like, fuck, man. They, they look at me like I am fucking weird as a motherfucker. <sighs> In some capacities. I feel like you got to be used to it by now. I, I am, but, um, you know, it's still, um, you know, there's like, there's like this thing called like, um, real life that this, this, this thing that people call real life, even yeah. though it's not like, like, uh, uh, you know, all, in, all, all of, encompassing. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like, dude, like that's your little wave. It's like, just you know, an illusion. Yeah, it's your little idea right. of what you consider real life. Like, if this music threatens you, shit. Yeah. Wait till the sky turns red, homie. Well, Wait dude, till. I hope that you keep threatening them at a high level because I'm loving all of it. Appreciate it. Um, man, thank you so much for doing this, Doc. Like, this is, I hope we can do this again. Yeah. Um, maybe next time with the whole crew, that'd be awesome. Shit. You know what I mean? Like, that'd be, I know Disky's. D- uh, Disky, we can. Me and Eddie feel like we got a key to Disky. We can get him talking. So, so that'd be super dope to have him. Um, tell people like how to support you right now. How to support the crew. How to, you know, how to reach out to you guys. 
let them know. Um, first, big ups to you and, and Eddie for coming through. Um, you know, shout out to, to the podcast and everybody that's taking the time to listen. Um, I go by Gail Rock, if you haven't figured that out. Um, G-E-L-R-O-C, pronounced with a hard G like graffiti, not like George Bush, Gail Rock. Um, e times two, uh, Abalano Records, A-B-O-L-A-N-O records.com is the website for uh, my label that puts out most of the projects we just discussed. So you can find E times two music there on avalonarecords.com. It'll just link you to everything. Um, the projects, iTunes, Spotify, you can find EX two E times two, um, plug in Gell rock, Google and search that YouTube Bing, maybe refer back dope to a fiend. When yeah. occur, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All that shit. Um, you know, the cloaks. Yeah. Just, just Google it. You'll find it. You will find it. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere podcasts are found, you can go over to platformcollection.com right now. You'll see those links as well as you can search the music. His music's on there as well and will continue to be on Platform Collection. So make sure you guys check that out. Support everything my man does. This is – I'm excited. Like, it's an exciting time in music in general, but it's really dope to connect with people that are um, – definitely like helping shape where we can go with this you know what i mean and, and giving people um for reals like hope you know what i mean i know you i know you you say like you're, you're talking about stuff that's really challenging people as a whole the challenging mentalities of people but that's so necessary it is so necessary sure. especially in this time you know what i mean so thank you so much, man. What up? It, it was a, it was definitely an honor, and uh, yeah, we hope to see you again for sure. What up? We shift the balance, juggle styles, and put the math down. Come swift with talent, push the limits north and southbound. We smash elitists, click a syllable on foliato. I'ma live forever. That's the motherfucking motto. Listen, chip, remember what the rhyme's supposed to sound like. Keep with each release, compute the burning and surround side. Isolated Avalon, I'll get the names right. Young gods doing good, hold it down, keep it tight, keep sights locked. Squeeze and do as we please Satisfy our needs by increasing our chi Seize each opportunity to better our community Enhance stands a platform, torment sworn adversaries Beat that boxing, no remains Bomb that sound clash, no refrain If I can't do it, then it won't be entertained But I'm up for just about anything, none ventured, none gained we keep the culture moving, heavy with the insight Barbarize the beat, replete with wisdom from the inside They can't kill the craft, skill sharpen skill, we're taking windpipe Steady as it floats, we're good to go, exalt the anti We keep the culture moving, heavy with the insight Barbarize the beat, replete with wisdom from the inside They can't kill the craft, skill sharpen skill, we're taking windpipe Steady as it floats, we're good to go, exalt the anti Anti, anti, anti It's the beginning of a new and excitingly different story We keep the culture moving heavy with the insight. Barbarize the beat, replete with wisdom from the inside. They can't kill the craft, skill sharp and skill. We're taking wind pipes steady as it floats. We're good to go, exalt the anti. We stick and move and steady, proof so suckers pipe down. We live in proof and give in truth, so turn the hype down. Leave fools defeated when they trick and step Apollo. Legends never die when we leave you bitches follow. Killing mega abusive, never slept on shit that sounds tight. Keep it independent, hella dope and underground, right? Isolated op. Milano, keep the game tight. Old dog, stay strong. Hold it down and take flight. Steep heights, drop degrees. Still keep.
killing MCs. Satisfy the fiends by increasing our means. Free think from the scrutiny, relief from the truancy, and therefore our packs form like blood cells, the capillaries. Keep that block with no remains. Bomb that boxcar, love for trains. If I can't do it, then shit, I won't complain. But I'm always down for everything, don't sleep on my name. We keep the culture moving heavy with the insight. Barbarize the beat, replete with wisdom from the inside. They can't kill the grass, kill sharp and skill. We're taking wind pipes. Steady as it flows, we're good to go. Exalt the anti. We keep the culture moving heavy with the insight. Barbarize the beat, replete with wisdom from the inside. They can't kill the grass, kill sharp and skill. We're taking wind pipes. Steady as it flows, we're good to go. Exalt the anti. Yeah, that was Gelrock, man. Mm-hmm, it was. Yo, I feel like. I feel like after talking to him, he's like definitely one of those dudes. Like, we need to have him in on like a round table because he's he's opinionated. Yeah. He, he has his opinions, mm-hmm. but it's a they're very educated opinions. It's he's one of those guys who seems to like speak about the things that he knows about yeah. because he wasn't. You know what I like? Uh, I really like it when people say stuff like like when they'll be talking, they'll be like, "Yep, yeah, that's all I have to say about that thing," or like, uh, "Yeah, I don't know the answer to like." I, I like that because I feel like people who always have an answer for something, mm-hmm. it's just not realistic. Yeah, he's really firm with his stuff. I mean, yeah, when you as as you were hearing him, it, I think for me it was just like I would take some little bit of examples or a little bit of mm-hmm. whatever he has and you know put it in my own life or my own experience to even you know do something better or yeah, know. he's definitely one of those guys where his work ethic is unquestionable. You know what I mean? Like you can see, it, there's just a certain swagger about people mm-hmm. when you can tell that they have like a, a level of discipline. And like he said, it wasn't like something that he was necessarily born with. Right. It was something that he did learn through, you know, growing and working and making mistakes. And mm-hmm. but he continues to push forward. So, you know, shout out to another brother who seems like he's failing forward as well. Yeah. Um, salute him. Mm-hmm. Gelrock, shout out to him. Shout out to oh, shout out to my boy Deesky, who's in his new group as well. Yeah, so that's, thank you, Deesky, for that. We need to have Deesky on man. soon, right? Yeah. Deesky hooked that whole interview up, yep, right? He did, man. Yeah. So thank shout you. out to him. Shout out to Gelrock. Go support him. Check out his links right now at platformcollection.com under the podcast information, as well as you can check this show out on any app that uh, lets you stream podcasts. Definitely, we're there. We're in the house. Support us, like, rate, subscribe, and we out. Don't flush the toilet. You may now flush the toilet. Sure. No. Wait, don't flush. You may now. Yeah, yeah, you may now flush the toilet. Yes, yes. Damn, man. (laughs) Platformcollection.com.